1831. It was a time when child marriage was a norm. It was a time where women or girls were denied access to formal schooling. They were not allowed to go to school. It was a time when the lower caste, the untouchables, were exploited, suppressed and oppressed. In such a socio-cultural milieu, a baby girl, Savitri, is born to Khandoji Patil and Lakshmi Bai. By the age of nine, as there was no question of going to school, Savitri Bai was married off to Jyotiba, who also belonged to the same community as hers, which was the Mali community. And this community was the scheduled caste or the lower caste. Now, since there was no education allowed for the lower caste or the scheduled caste, Jyotiba had to drop out of school. But that, at that time, it was British India and therefore a Persian scholar, Zafar Beg Munshi, along with a British official named Lizit Sahab, they helped him to enroll in a Scottish missionary school. Therefore, he was able to pursue his formal schooling till the seventh standard. Whatever education he got, whatever knowledge he could acquire, he came back and home tutored Savitri. So now, Savitri could read, write and study. Soon in the year 1849, 1848, Savitri Bhai, who was only 17, and Jyoti who was only 21, opened up the first school for girls ever in India at Pune, Maharwadi and Bhirewadi. This was with the help of Saguna Bai, who was a mentor of Jyotiba. The curriculum in this school was consisted of, say, physics, chemistry, and we had subjects like geography, maths, and science. This was very different from the government schools that were run only for the upper caste, that is Brahmins, and males, or the boys. The curriculum in the government schools focused on the Vedic rituals, on the Vedic literature, Upanishads, and, and other texts. The method of teaching that Savitri Bhai and Jyotiba follow was also interesting and different from the government school counterparts. So, gradually, the number of schools increased to three and the students, girls, girls who enrolled in these schools, the number increased to 150. Now, it was not easy because there was a lot of opposition still for one, teaching girls and secondly, that the girls being of a lower caste or different caste. So whenever Savitri Bai would leave her house in order to teach the girls in the school, she faced a lot of criticism. The Brahmins, particularly males, would herald verbal abuses on her. They would throw dirt, literally picked up from the gutter on her. They would throw cow dung. But Savitri Bai was firm and determined. On reaching the school, she would continue teaching the girls and she carried an extra sari with her so that she was she was able to change and do continue her role as a teacher. But social pressure started mounting on Jyotiba's father. And therefore, Jyotiba's father told the couple to leave their house. 
they packed up their belongings and moved away from that house to Usman Sheikh's place, who was a friend of Jyotiba. In the year 1849, Savitri Bai started the, a girls' school in Usman Sheikh's house, and there she met Fatima Sheikh. Both of them together completed the first the teacher training certificate and were now certified teachers. Uh, subsequently, and after this school was started, there were two establishments that were formed. One was, one was the female native school for girls and the second was the society for the promotion and education of the Mahars and the Mahars. Between these two trusts, there were several schools that were opened up. And Savitri Bai and Fatima Bey, Fatima Shay, were now headmistresses of the schools in which they were teaching by the year 1855. Savitri Bai was an author, she was a poet and she was a writer. In her poems, Kavya Phule, which was published in the year 1845, she urged the oppressed class to go get education and break from the shackles of oppression of society because she believed that education was the only tool of empowerment that will free them from this exploitation and free them from this oppression. She also started the Mahila Seva Mandal where she invited women from, the different, from different communities to sit together on the same floor mat and have a meeting. This was revolutionary because women from the scheduled caste particularly were made to sit separately on a different floor mat away from the upper caste women. Over here, she advocated women's rights and she insisted that women be more aware of their rights so that they were able to withstand societal pressures. In 1895, she authored a book which was published and titled as Bhavan Kashi Ratnakar, where she again uh, urges women to fight for their basic rights and increase their awareness about society. In an era where child marriages were common, it was also common that there were young widows because the young age difference between the girls who were married off at an early age, say 11 or 12 years, or even nine years of age, the husband was usually 30 or 40 years older to this young girl and he often died. Now, the young widow would also face several atrocities of society and were subject to sexual abuse and violence and many a times they were pregnant also. So this young mother who was 12 or 13 years of age did not know how to look after the baby and obviously became more vulnerable. So Savitri Bai started Bal Hatya Prati Shodhak Kendra for these young babies that were born to these young widows and they could leave their babies over there and continue with their life. She adopted a boy from this shelter home and named him Yashwant in the later years. Savitri Bai now advocated for widow remarriage and she was against child marriage. 
around the 1870s many establishments were, f- were formed in society like the brahmo samaj the arya samaj the pratishthan samaj but all these organizations catered only to the interests of the brahmins and therefore leaving the large section of scheduled caste or the oppressed or the maharz malis and the monks having no pl- platform to voice their opinions or nobody to hear them out hence jyotiba in the year 1870 formed the satya shodhak kendra which was exclusively for the suppressed class the maharz the malis and the monks in the year 1890 however jyotiba died and savitri bai once again uh, was brave and revolutionary where she went and lit the funeral pyre of her own husband in an era where society were rarely allowed to go to the cremation ground also uh, thereafter she campaigned for the rights of women and she promoted marriages under satya shodhak samaj with the marriages that were without dowry without brahmin priests and without brahmin rituals her son who had an intercaste marriage got married under the satya shodhak samaj in the year 1893 bubonic plague spread across in pune and other parts of maharashtra so she started a clinic in hadapsar for treatment and cure of these uh, patients while treating one of the patients she got contracted bubonic plague and died in the same year from humble beginnings to a life full of struggle and hardship savitri bai is a role model and inspiration for many however she got little recognition as the first woman teacher and a crusader of social evils when she was alive recently in the year 2014 pune university was renamed as savitri bai phule pune university in her honor and a recognition of the contribution of the work that she did leaving a legacy is not easy it's difficult but it's worth it it's worth every bit of it